I was put on this earth to do something else. So you're going to be what? A plumber? No. I'm not going to be a plumber either. Because they have to deal with poop. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And here are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Community Season 3, Episode 6, Advanced Gay. It's it's good that we're starting to get in some of these advanced classes, by the way. I'm very happy about that. Um, I'm not sure how I ended up in this class because I am uh, pretty straight. So I, I, I don't think I'm fully straight, but eh. Yeah, what it? What is it? Who, who, who puts labels? I mean, some people put labels. A lot, but if of, you put, a lot of people put labels. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is that if you don't want to put a label on yourself, don't put the label on yourself and don't let other people put labels on you that you don't agree with. Anyway, it's time for Outsourcing Mike's Bits, the label I have chosen for myself. You're, you are Mike's Bits? I, and I'm outsourcing you, them to me? Okay. I don't... I don't know what outsourcing I, yes, means, I guess. I am the Mike in the Mike's bits. That's that's always been the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the way, Mike, you are now creating 25 different timelines. <laughs> oh, man. It'll never get old. Uh, here's that good, good shuffle. Ooh, that one was good today. It felt good. It felt it felt right. Let's see what, what horror show the What the Heck deck has for us this week. Have you ever accidentally texted the wrong person and how did it turn out probably i mean i've never texted anything embarrassing to the wrong person so there is certainly nothing that i am like there's nothing that i remember but i mean i'm sure i mean i've been i've been sending texts and instant messages since like the days of AOL Instant Messenger, mm-hmm. um, you know, in high school, I was just like, all right, here's like six open different windows, um, just texting Absolutely. all my friends. I mean, it was instant messaging, not tech, but you know. Well, it's we're it's all similar concept at this point. Um, and so I'm sure that at some point I must have, uh, you know, typed something to the wrong part, like. There's no way that I've got a, a hundred percent accuracy on that. Um, That's I'm uh, I'm just you one and me man. The same. So <laughs> we're uh, just one. We're just men. We can't, we're not gods. Uh. So, but none of it has ever been so embarrassing that I'm like, oh crap! Like, yeah, one time, uh, I thought I was texting my mom, but I texted my boss, and it was weird. Um, like I've never had anything like that. You've never texted "I love you" to your boss before. I, I've never done that, no. Well, you haven't lived, friend. Uh, so, good job on being a boring question, stupid card. Have you, <laughs> Mike, have you ever texted the uh, the wrong person? How did that, how did that go? So, very similarly to you, I know that I've screwed up before, but nothing comes directly to mind. Um, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I've been like, I have a crush on, you know, Raboncleola. Rabonclia. And, and no I way. accidentally send it to Rabonclia. <laughs> and you know, it's just a it's just a whole mess of like teenage uh you know 
hormones of oh god now she knows she doesn't and then she says i don't like you and then everything's the worst yep just like that um i um, can't believe you struck out with Rabonclia though like you know what i if i was uh i was not the man i am now Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's fair. Um, I am I am glad. Uh, texting didn't exist when I was in high school, though. I will Good say Lord. that. I was I was bad enough at existing in high school when you had to call people. You had to dial their. You had to know their telephone number. Right. And then you had to dial in that telephone number and go boop 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 boop. Um. My favorite recurring gag here on Good Morning Greendale has been making those noises to, for phones. And then uh, it would ring, and then you would have to ask. For, their parents would answer, and so you'd have to yeah. be like, uh, you know, "Yeah, hi. Uh, sorry, I'm 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 in high school. <clears throat> uh, yeah, hi. Is Rabonclia uh, <clears throat> there?" And then they they would be like, "Oh yeah, no, she she stepped out uh, for a bit. Uh, may I ask who's calling?" And then I panic, and then I'm like. Uh, uh my, it's Mike from Back to the Futurama and Good Morning Greendale, and then hang up. Well, and then high school, you did not know high school me. And then Rabonclia thinks that you called her uh, because uh-huh. I panicked. Like it's true, you know that I, was, I, t- it was ba- it was us- bad enough when you had to do it that way. Like also, one of us is getting in trouble for making long distance phone calls. I don't know which one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> Virginia and Colorado are not very close to p- together. Uh, and so, so yeah, I was bad enough. I was bad enough in high school when you had to like, when you had to do that. Um, I would be, I, I, like, you, you can make excuses for like, oh yeah, I didn't. My, you know, my sister was on the phone all night, and it's you know. You you can you can make excuses for why you totally wussed out talking to that girl that you have a crush on. Mm-hmm. Um, not as easy when you can text and everyone just has their own phone number and Rabonclia's parents are are not going to answer. Like you know you're going to you're going to send that text and it's going to her and so you got to make it count. And I, she I can take love... a screenshot and show all of her friends about what a tool you are. Right. And that's it, like, that's the most terrifying part. There's a lot of uh, dangers nowadays that we didn't have to deal with. And we only had to deal with landlines. Am I right? I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, and, I'm sorry and, and to that... any, any teens listening right now. How do you, how do you exist in the world in this terrifying, <laughs> terrifying world? I mean, you know. A couple like uh, like a year ago, I'd be like, "What teens?" And then I know that we have teen fans in our. We Patreon. we got called out because you were like, "Yeah, no, there's no there's no freaking teens that listen to this podcast." And then like they were like shots fired, sir. I, I assumed teens wouldn't cool teens wouldn't be interested in listening to us too. Well, we were about a television show that wasn't a, they were like five. Damn it, Mike! Why did you say that? I hate. I don't know. <laughs> I I hate I hate that now. I'm you hate I'm the, so old. You hate the 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 march of time. I I had I had to call Rabonclia on the telephone uh, on a on a physical landline telephone. And you had to your your sister was probably yelling. You was like, I'm trying to use the modem. Uh huh. You pick you pick up the phone and it's like. <laughs> And then you're like, ah, someone's someone's uh, 
on on the internet downloading pictures of the Backstreet Boys again. Get mm-hmm. get off always the, the get get off the dang internet. It's always pictures of the Backstreet Boys. Cuz that's always. how you, that's how you would get pictures of the Backstreet Boys is yeah. you had to you had to use a phone to dial into a computer and then that computer would serve you up those pictures of the Backstreet Boys. It was a wild time for technology. I do, however, remember the day we got cable internet. Oh, oh yeah, my me too. God, it was the the biggest game changer ever. I I plugged my PS. I bought a PS2 network adapter for that, and then plugged it into the modem, and then I could play Madden with somebody else, and they could beat me seventy to nothing because I was playing <laughs> as the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they were bad. And I think it was Madden 2003 that I played online, or Madden something, that we were just horrible in it, and I kept playing online, and I lost every single game. And I think there was one one game that I was playing that got disconnected right at the end, and I didn't get credit for the win, and I'm a little upset, because I would have been 1-97 in 97 or whatever. <laughs> Mine was Unreal Tournament, because I got a copy of Unreal Tournament. Okay, it's also good. Also super, great. super good game. I loved it. But like playing against bots, man, I, I I got real good at schooling those bots. And then I was like, I'm gonna take these skills onto the interwebs. And then I oh no, I died immediately. <laughs> and then I I would lose with like, uh, one kill, forty deaths. Like not the best KD. Not the best. Not the worst. I got one. You did get that one. I got the one. Um. Let's talk about Community Season 3 episode. I like how that whole discussion was like, screw you, card. I'm not <laughs> I'm, I'm not even I'm not even gonna bother with this. Um Let's just have nostalgia for how the internet was back when we were in, in middle and uh-huh. high school. Uh you remember yeah, you, you remember you remember how awkward it was having crushes and then trying to talk to them and you had to call them on the phone and then we just yeah that's it like the quest the card never asked anything about that that's not what the you know question what? Yeah. was about if, if, what, if if you text people the wrong way tell us your funniest things tweet at good greendale anyway season three episode six advanced gay uh i do just want to point out at the start of the episode we like i said we Good are start. we are we are two mostly straight dudes i generally put myself at about a one on the kinsey scale so like you know i don't there, there's better people to listen to, to to listen to about uh pride wipes and whatnot but here here you here we are two straight men telling you what's up um finally finally someone is speaking for the straight white men because frankly no one does Um, it's true and also that's you know two straight two or more straight white men that's a podcast that's a podcast baby you got a podcast going i just i do just want to lead off with that because like there's a lot of um there's a lot of gay stuff in this episode which there is and mazel tov which uh, you it know, is not I'm, it is not handled well at all. Yeah, that's I mean that's what that's where my point was going to be because it's you know, it's Pierce Hawthorne dealing with gay people, which is you're going to you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, and then also uh 
not to do a spoiler, but we're going to talk about it. Pierce's dad, who's oh. even worse. Yeah. So anyways, let's let's do that. We're in the we're in the cafeteria. It starts in the cafeteria. Troy is just there trying to get his tater tots on, which is legit because I love tater tots. They're, so they're good. delicious food. Back when we could go places, the karaoke bar I went to uh, had tater tots, and it was just like a big giant basket for five bucks. Ooh. And there, there would be good price. Yeah, and it was not a small basket. And so there would be times when I was just like, okay, I'm drunk as hell. I'm out there singing meatloaf. Mm-hmm. I need some tater tots, and I would just down a whole basket of those, and then I'd, I would, I would regret it a little bit. Um, but not enough to keep me from doing it again a couple weeks later. Cause like, well, sure. tater, tater tots are legit. Now I'm assuming, you know, I've been to the karaoke bar. Uh huh. Now I'm ass- knowing that the bar that you go to, I'm assuming it was, you didn't get any fancy artisanal, uh, options for dippins. Am I correct on that? It, it was, uh, it was just some ketchup little bit of the louisiana hot sauce Ooh. which uh is not my usual Crystal? yeah nice not, not my usual bag but with i find that it's real good with tater tots man nice um, i'm sure that we will now have uh fans of crystal uh, p- p- uh blowing up our social media uh so he's just there for some tots and they uh the plumber uh who we we met a couple of episodes ago right jerry he is working on the dishwasher in the cafeteria. Jerry is having a tough time with it. And Troy is just like, hey, use like the square thing in the, the you know, I, I don't remember what he says, but he's, he doesn't even know the names of the tools. And he's yeah, just he's like, just like, use that on the squiggle thing. Yeah, and you're fine. do that. And uh, Jerry does and it it's fixed. And Jerry gets back on his his crap about like, man, you've you've got a gift. You've got talent like. Just, you know, come with me to the men's room after three and unclog one toilet with me and tell me you don't feel anything. And then Troy's like, fine, if it'll get me off your get you off my back. It's come to the men's room after any time after three uh, with me is uh, is a a wild way to start a sentence. (laughs) Yes, uh, it is. It is not. It's it's like yes, that's a it. There are many different interesting off ramps to that, and one of them is to unclog a toilet. Meanwhile, over at the table, um, a couple of uh, gay men come up to Pierce, and they are just like, "Oh my God, are you Pierce Hawthorne?" And they have him sign a, a container of Hawthorne wipes. Which is so funny because it just looks like Clorox wipes. It's not. It's so funny to me. I have to assume the prop department literally just got some Clorox wipe uh, wipes, ripped off the label, and then put on some uh, Hawthorne right. wipes. Um, it has to be. It's so. It's still so funny to me. But uh, yeah, they they have Pierce autograph the the container of Hawthorne wipes. Uh, and Pierce is just like, yeah, they're just fans of the brand. Like he doesn't find anything remotely <laughs> weird about this. I do. I it, do. If, if if somebody were like, had brought up like a pair of headphones and they're like, oh, Mike from Good Morning Greendale, will you sign these? I'd be like, what? 
and that's not even that's not even as weird as being like you you work for a company that makes disinfectant wipes and I, I want you to, I want point. you like at least at least with this like we we have fans and so you know <laughs> it's true it's not like walking up to the CEO of a company being and like it's not like walking up to the CEO of like a cat tree company and with a cat tree and it's like I love your cat trees can you sign this right like now did you notice where i looked to my right oh and yeah saw no the i tree? i saw you like that that was straight out of anchorman where it's just like i love lamp and it's just like are you looking around the room and just saying you love things you looked at the cat tree and you said you love cat tree so look sometimes looking at things and saying it is the best comedy we've got uh so uh yeah, the the rest of the group is just like Pierce. I'm I'm surprised you you just had an interaction with with two gay men without doing the and then they like do the 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 two penises touching sort of gesture with their fingers. It's so, um, and, and and then Pierce does it back. He's like, I didn't realize that they were that. I assumed they were brothers or wealthy. Abed does a quick internet search to figure out why anyone would want Pierce to autograph a a container of Hawthorne wipes. To be fair, strong question. Strong, <laughs> very strong question. question. And it turns out that they are uh, part of a, a hot new song uh, where the, the chorus is just singing about got a pocket full of Hawthorns. I, I do want to point out that it's uh, by uh, Urbana Champagne, which is hilarious to me because i have been to urbana champaign illinois uh it it, it is wait that's it is a place a, yeah it's a place it's where the university of illinois is illinois <laughs> illinois illinois um it's it's very funny to me uh because i've been there uh it, it's two cities that generally have a uh a, a, like are, are kind of like right next to each other so they end up getting a a hyphen sometimes um, I, I had, love that. That's I had the no idea. I had no idea that this was a place. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite gags in the entire episode. I just want to point that out. I I I'm learning this. I I was today years old when I learned that Urbana Champagne was a place, uh, and that this that the singer's reference name was a reference to that. Um, Okay, uh, I I need a moment to process. <laughs> that, that's that's a weird. It is a choice for the name. Like, did did one of the writers go there for school, and so they're like, we we need a name for this like drag queen pop icon. How about this? There we go. It does feel that way. Yes. Wild. Okay. Okay. That's okay. I'm still I'm still processing this. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to stagger you. <laughs> I would just like to point out M- Mike delivered arcane fact. Ben, it, Ben is stunned. I would just like to point out that on this community podcast where we barely talk about community, uh I have I, the host, one of the hosts, have learned a fact about community here right here and now. Um this is why we don't talk we talk mostly not about community because when we talk about community we learn things. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I I think uh, to date one of our our most successful bits was me yelling the names of detectives for like twenty minutes. Um, people yes. seemed to enjoy that. That was our. <laughs> Everyone loved us for that. Uh, Why don't no, we- <laughs> nobody nobody ever comes up and is like, "Hey, I love I love your podcast. I've learned so much about community." I loved um, your dissection of the uh, the second season uh, Halloween sh- uh, uh, episode where you you really dug into the ethos. It's like no, we just we're you, <laughs> we, your, we spent <laughs> your podcast was really just in really in depth and but got real behind the scenes about how they did a fistful of paintballs and mm-hmm. all the all the references to Western movies that I just never caught and I'm like oh. Uh, I think you're talking about them, and I point at one of the 30 other community podcasts in existence. And then they're like, "Ding dong podcast." Oh, you're the ones. You're the ones who kept shouting uh, "Detective Pikachu" over and over and over again. Um, Which one of Which one of you is the one who's obsessed with Columbo? And then I raise my hand, and then uh, they're like, "Cool, all right, bye." It, it it makes makes me think that we need to have like some kind of community podcaster convention where we can have a booth and people are like, are you guys the, no, we're not. We're the Columbo <laughs> guys. And they're like, oh, gotcha. And would they just keep walking? Uh-huh. Um, I will say it's not entirely true. We did get some comments about last week's episode where a few people didn't know the, the Beetlejuice through line. They didn't, they didn't know about that joke. So, so they, we have, like, <laughs> we have imparted one exactly one piece of community knowledge we did, we did it. it this is we're, when we're in the, the we're in the, the big confetti, leagues now the confetti comes down the balloons it says mission accomplished behind me it's just celebrate good times come on i'm not gonna sing anymore because i don't want to get dcma'd uh so we we've we've done we're in the we're in the big boys club we're in with with the big guys what's up what's up six seasons and a podcast we're, we're today coming for we are ya. finally a community uh so on that note um where did we leave off oh right urbana shipping <laughs> we we find out that uh hawthorne wipes have become a sort of gay icon um they they immediately start making fun of pierce uh about how he's probably gay or whatever right. um which is fine. I mean, I guess it's it's interesting turnabout considering uh, he's always going on about how gay Jeff is. But right. for the most part, I'm just like, eh, I'm I'm not 15 anymore. So what? Um, I thought we were just talking about modems. Uh huh. I uh well, I I had a whole I had a whole side conversation, but. Uh, my mom picked up the phone and knocked me off of the internet, so you didn't hear any of it. Um, From 15 to about 40? Uh-huh, because then I had, I had to be like... Wait, you're not hey, 40. Hey, mom, mom hang, up the, I was on, hang up the phone. I was, I was on the internet. I was playing StarCraft with my buddies. And then... Oh, man, what days? I played a lot of StarCraft and Half-Life. I played a lot of that, too. It was real good. Um, I do want to point out that Pierce is obviously quite upset about this, uh, calling the music video copyright infringement and defamation. That is important for the next scene uh, where 
Annie and Shirley are in the study. Everybody is in the study room except for Pierce. And Annie and Shirley are hopeful that Pierce didn't sue Urbana Champagne. And Pierce comes in with an Urbana Champagne shirt and asks, what's going on with you bitches? Yeah, he's uh, he's totally uh, pro-gay rights now. He's he's a gay advocate. Uh, Abed says, oh, it, it clearly is Pierce's positrons have been negatized because it happens on Inspector Spacetime. Annie doesn't think that that's what happened. I also and, don't think that's what happened, for the record. Also fair. Uh, Pierce tells the group that he decided that, quote, a man should not be judged by what he does with fellow man's butt, end quote. Uh, I agree with re- that. That's uh, yes, that's fair. But the real reason that Pierce uh, is 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 has changed his tune is that uh, since the song came out, Hawthorne wipe sales are up seven percent. Does this episode like so? Okay, let me back up. Twitter is definitely a thing. By <laughs> the time, definitely a thing. By the time this episode airs, right? Right, because we've had the the thing of uh, uh, what is it? Old white man says. Right. So my. I mean, I I was not as keyed into this uh, when uh, when 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 is this? 2011, I want to say. It's when this episode aired, probably. I will do some quick googling. Uh, 2011, November 3rd. Yes, nailed it. So I was not as keyed in to the the sort of rainbow washing trends of like Pride Month, where like every corporate brand ever is like. They're looking at their watches and they're like, it's May 31st. And they're just like counting down. They're like five minutes to rainbow town alert, five, five minutes to rainbows, everyone. And then midnight on June 1st, it's just like, boom, every corporate logo rainbows. We love gay people. Mm-hmm. We, we are here for you. We love, love is love. Hashtag love is love. Mm-hmm. Buy Social our Oreos. Social media intern, hit the button. And then everything goes rainbow. And then like. I don't think that's the sound, but fine. Uh, yeah, no, you, you hit, you hit the, the Pride Month button and it goes. I thought it was more. Is that, is that your air horn? Yeah, or is it, it is. Like, it's not a good, okay. it's not a good, it's not a good air horn. <laughs> okay there's there's a reason there's a reason you don't hear me do that on this podcast ever (laughs) and it's because you've just heard me do it and it was and i'm i'm getting blasted for it no i just thought it was like like a trumpet like (laughs) and and, uh, now i see now i see it okay okay it's it's air horn yeah yeah no that's my air you want to hear my trumpet it goes that's actually better yeah yeah <laughs> see I, that's that's no. my trumpet and now, now you, you know should just do trumpets just like just like <laughs> just like lou Vega said the trumpets uh-huh um a little bit of hawthorne wipes by my side i can't believe i'm making myself laugh so much on a lou Vega joke you know what i'm just saying i'm just saying it's been a lot of years since we got Mambo number five. When are we going to get Mambo number six? I think we're, we've been waiting. I think, I think they're, he's just gone underground with them. Mm-hmm. And he's going to pop back up with Mambo number 69. And then we're going to all enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's it's truly the theme for the Zillennials. It's true. Um, 
Anyways, so yes, uh, they hit the they hit the Pride button, the Pride Month button. Sometimes I wonder why people why we why we go on some of these tangents, and then why people listen to them and enjoy them. They hit the Pride Month button, and then all of their their logos on Twitter go totally rainbow, mm-hmm. and they're all like, "It's it's Pride Month, baby, woo!" And then like June thirtieth, they do the same thing where they're like, "End of end of rainbow, five minutes." And then, like, the intern hits the button, and then it's just like, Ooh, that's good. And then, yeah, see, my sad trombone is pretty great. So, uh, and then all the corporate logos go back to not being rainbow, and then they forget gay people exist. So I don't know how much of that was was a thing yet, because social media was not as, it existed, but it was not as prevalent as it is mm. today. So I don't, I don't know... My the, the reason I brought all this up and then accidentally went on a whole thing that involved a diatribe about Lou Bega is that how much of this is a direct response to companies doing that or how much of this is uh, sort of uh, predicting that companies were going to be doing this where they're like, we support gay people because also, by the way, uh, sales are set up 7% because we f- we finally got the gay market. I would be surprised if this was a prediction and not a reaction of pink washing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they they definitely go and land uh, land the 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 trick, uh, saying that Pierce had his folks mock up a new product line, Hawthorne Pride wipes, which cost more, but they're quote gayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, re- regardless of whether or not it it was a reaction or a prediction, it definitely does hit the nail on the head here in 2021. Uh, it sure does. Because existing on Twitter in June is mostly just companies being like, gay, and then a lot of... But in the uh, good way. <laughs> a lot, uh-huh, in the good way. In, in the corporate trying to be good way. Uh, and then a lot of people in the LGBTQ uh, community being like, hey, Oreos, screw you, man. Like, seriously. I don't want your rainbow Oreos if you're not going to have me during other months. Rainbow Oreos always or never. Um, that's, so- that, that's my pledge. Rainbow Oreos or never rainbow Oreos. Uh, I kind of did not land the discount on that one. Pierce is also throwing uh, Greendale's first ever quote unquote gay bash, which is importantly a party. <laughs> Very important. Uh, Shirley says this out loud. And it's like, oh, that's. And she knows the terminology is not great. Uh huh. Uh, I mean, Shirley does say that uh, she does support gay people, even though they lead uh, sinful lifestyles against God. Um, mm-hmm. But she still supports them. So, sure. Uh, Jeff is unconvinced of Pierce's support of gay people. And Pierce says that, quote, people earning respect with money is the American way, end quote. And I died a little bit. Support our Patreon. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not wrong. Um, he's not unfortunately and that hurts uh patreon.com slash back to futurama so uh this is also when britta comes in with her psychology where she's like i was reading something about uh it's called the edible complex 
uh, which is that all men have to kill their fathers so that they do something with their mothers. I haven't finished the chapter yet. Oh, boy, Britta. Oh, boy. <laughs> I do like There's... that she calls it the edible complex. Like, as yeah. in food being food. edible. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's very good. It is, and it's just like every time it's like, oh, so like there's like i know but you're so close you're you're doing it you're so close later in the men's room troy (laughs) is helping to fix a toilet and he finds it It, there's the dismounts on that sentence are wild Uh uh-huh he finds it pretty great actually he's like yeah this was this was actually like a pretty rewarding thing and one of the the ac repairmen is there and they the Jerry and this AC repairman kind of they they exchange some words and then I would call the barbs back and forth. Yeah. And then Jerry's like, look, man, you have this gift, and some people are gonna try to take advantage of that gift. So thus starts the the janitor versus AC repairman um arguments. <laughs> I do love the use it for good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I don't I don't want to find an evil plumber or AC repair person. Like I I I worry about that a lot as somebody that needs a lot of both of those things. I would be very confused if I hired a plumber and then they show up and then they like they do some evil things and then i'm like wait wait a minute and then i pull up the ad and i i'm like oh i missed the word evil i hired an evil plumber it says right there i didn't look at the not fine print it's right there it's right there in bold i should have seen this how did i not see this uh yes so uh at the the party they're setting up for the party the, the, the gay bash the unfortunately named gay bash yep. uh pierce is like you know um i i don't know why you know i i i've i'm not already friends with like we hate we we're into the same things we hate lesbians we hate baggy pants i can't believe we're all bears fans super fans you know pierce is having uh, a grand old time with uh the local lgbtq community at greendale and that is when Pierce's dad shows up. Um, I did not get who his dad is. Um, uh, who who is the character the, the name actor. is or the real person? I did not get the actor's name. But Cornelius Hawthorne. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I look up this guy. Uh, advanced gay. By the way, while I'm looking up this episode, um, I will say this is this is the halfway point in Community. I did the math on it once to see how many episodes we we had to do. Oh wow! Uh, We've this been is, halfway. This is the halfway point because uh, seasons four through six are short seasons. So oh, wow! Look at us. Yeah, this is the halfway point. Um, <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Pierce's dad. Uh, Cornelius Hawthorne is played by Larry Cedar, uh, an American voice film and television actor best known as one of the players of the highly acclaimed children's television workshop mathematics show Square One TV on PBS. So there you go. He was on Deadwood, which I didn't see. Um, He was on... He's in a lot of things um, that I did not see. 
He's in Battlestar Galactica. He is um Oh, I he's can't. in he's in Stargate SG one, which Sarah and I just started watching. I, so I'm sure I just can't I won't recognize him at all. And I'll be like, I literally oh. I literally cannot imagine this person playing anything in anything space because I'm I've only seen this person in in community. Holy cow, his real real look is is they did a good job turning him into something else. Wow, very impressive. I I looked up his Wikipedia and it didn't have a picture of him. So I went to IMDb and it has a picture of him and it is Oh, yeah, whoa, he looks way different. Like you can kind of see it. Yeah, no, a he's bit. he's in there. Like But like the the ivory hair does some stuff. And, and also I, a lot of in the 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 beard and mustache. Uh-huh. An ivory toupee is really going to change the look of pretty much anybody, uh, if I'm going to be honest. So that is true. That's a good point. Uh, so Cornelius he Hawthorne. was Loki in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the video game in 2006. Uh, so he's the first variant. So ah, uh-huh. I don't believe you've seen that yet. I have not seen any episodes of Loki whatsoever. I I only just. Uh, a couple days ago learned why you looked so terrified when I was talking about Avengers barbecue (laughs) and I listed off a bunch of characters that definitely would be at the barbecue. Um, Yep. They sure would be no problems there. And I, I only know that because I read uh, Avengers Endgame Wikipedia plot synopsis. So (laughs) (laughs) excellent. Cornelius Hawthorne. I mean, it is quicker than watching the movies. Cornelius Hawthorne shows up and he's like, hey, uh, we need to talk. We go back to the Troy plot line where he's walking down the hall and all the air conditioners start to go off as he walks by. And he, uh, I wrote down that it was they came on menacingly. They do. And it's, it's a, a testament to this <laughs> show. That you can have something as innocuous as the air conditioner uh, turning on in a hallway be menacing. But it is. It it turns on menacing. It very much is, yeah. He gets kidnapped by the air conditioning repair school. Uh, he is one of a select uh, bunch of uh, uh, prospective students for the air conditioner repair school. Um the uh, vice dean Layborn is like so why did we kidnap you in the middle of the night why is there an astronaut in the corner making paninis simple we don't want you to tell anyone about this and if you do we don't want them believing you isn't that right black hitler and then black hitler is just sitting there yeah 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 he sure is <laughs> Um, don't know why we had to go there, but we did. Um, I mean, if, if you were like, Hey Ben, Ben, I got kidnapped and there was an astronaut making paninis and black Hitler was there. I would be like, okay, cool. Sure. Is this, I is just... this more of your Yakuza game you keep talking about? Cause it sounds pretty wild. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, no, like. I feel like you could do, you could make that work with somebody that wasn't, you know, a genocidal monster. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to go straight to Black Hitler. You can go, yeah, 
the the panini astronaut is already you know pretty pretty out there i think you can you could you could like go zombie uh zombie eisenhower or something zombie eisenhower exactly mm-hmm. or like screw it zombie nixon <laughs> and we could just put nixon in another show that we watch i'm meeting you halfway you stupid hippies Mm-hmm. That uh, that also does remind me. I was looking through my uh, Google Calendar, and uh, on October first, because of this podcast, and I don't remember why, I have a note for October first that just says in all caps, "Angry Ham Lincoln," and I don't remember what the context is, but I know it came from this stupid <laughs> podcast where we say stupid things into microphones. I don't remember why, um, and yet you, and yet you have it. And yet it's and there. And somebody will probably be like, now in episode 14 of season two. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so yeah, you could have Angry Ham Lincoln there. Like, yeah. Just a, a ham. Uh, like with a pig. A stove top, po- top a pipe. A pig yeah. with a stovetop pipe and like some real angry eyebrows drawn on him. Like, yeah. if the, Yeah. And and then, it, then you don't have a genocidal monster as part of your uh-huh. television show that you've written. You you could be you could be like Ben. I got kidnapped, and there was an astronaut making paninis, and also Angry Ham Lincoln was there. I'd be like, "What is this? Some of the Yakuza game you keep talking about?" See, like, it I'm going to have the same reaction, reaction and you didn't need to bring Hitler into the equation. Exactly. But you know that is that is my opinion, and I understand they're probably going for something more a little a little edgy. Little. You got yeah, you gotta you know be a little be a little edgy, I guess. I mean this this show is kind of edgy from time to time, and like is fine with poking that, uh, as we'll see with Cornelius. Yeah, so we go back to the study room um, because it will Troy the the initiation begins uh, in at the air conditioning repair school. We don't find out what it is yet because we go to the study room um jerry comes in he's like hey you guys you guys seen troy uh abed says he's fine couldn't say where it was and then surely points out that most kidnappings are done by one of the parents and almost always ends in murder suicide which i have written down not thankful but help you uh not helpful but thank you shirley uh-huh i bet um you know give it give it 10 years and uh she's probably very heavily into the uh the true crime podcasts Oh my god, I've never seen any heard anything more true. Because she was she was all hyped up about that murder suicide thing. I bet I bet she's like, "Oh yeah, it's a it's a new my favorite murder, baby. Oh, I'm going to going to listen to that all about terrible murders and just like, I bet I bet she's real into it. It does feel like something that she'd be real into. Pierce's Pierce comes in with his dad. Uh my note just says uh he's super racist. Uh, someone else calls him uh, the Abed of racism because he is uh, he says a lot of very specific things about a lot of very specific races that I will not repeat. Right. I have listed he is racist, anti-Semitist, sexist, classic, inappro- classist, inappropriate, surprisingly anti-Laplander, anti-Swedish and anti-Finn. He also has a solid ivory toupee. Uh, and this is where we get the very famous Brita line. I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. You can excuse racism. And I love this line because a lot of people, when when we talk about Brita's sort of uh, 
performative, more performative aspects and sort of her, her kind of white feminism uh, thing. A lot of people bring up this moment uh, and they're not wrong because this is sort of the crux of Britta's character where she will go, she'll go hardcore for the things that are important to her personally Mm -hmm. and everything else is fine. But yeah, so like this is this is very core to kind of like I mean I I I love Britta. Um I think she's a great character, but this this moment, this very specific moment is very core to like the problem with Britta like in like I think as a character she's fine because she's a very flawed uh person and that sure. makes that makes for an interesting character. But like as a person, this is like what is wrong with Britta? Right. She she catches a lot of crap for like being bad at stuff, and I'm like I'm bad at a lot of stuff too. I'm not gonna right. necessarily like give her crap for that, but straight up being like, "Hey, I was fine with the racism, but you killed an elephant for that hair. Screw you, man!" Like, I mean, there are ways to phrase that in a way that doesn't excuse racism. <laughs> yeah, but she does. She straight up is like, she sure does. Yes, she she's straight up like, I can excuse racism. She says that. It's true. She word, does word say for that. Word. There's really no way to get around her saying that because she she did it. Anyways, they're canceling pride wipes because Cornelius uh, feels that it is not good for the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff decides that he he wasn't going to go, but now he's going to go. He's going to bring it back. It has become personal for Jeff because someone's father is being a dick jeff he, he doesn't he doesn't say that but that's what's up well jeff says it's actually because of a long-suffering community with a constitutional right to wipe whoever and whatever they want it's i uh, want to read the constitution and double check it's in there you know it's the 16th amendment don't 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 mike don't look it up hold, hold on let me well, just it make is about <laughs> it is let me about just make a couple tax, of uh, uh changes to uh wikipedia real quick the wikipedia you, <laughs> um, you know what you don't even have to i'm here on constitution.congress.gov says the congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived even if it is wiping wow okay fair enough wild um wild that not... they were they were that woke in uh 1909 um yeah yeah that's true but you know what you know sometimes you gotta have taxes and sometimes you gotta wipe people and collect taxes from that act yes um anyways (laughs) (laughs) i was just contemplating how messed up it would be to change the wikipedia entry (laughs) for the 16th amendment to the constitution of the united states to say that uh any people have the response that they have the right to wipe whomever and whatever they want congress shall not infringe on the rights <laughs> to for people to wipe whomever and whatever they want i mean i don't i don't i don't personally love wikipedia vandalism but mm-hmm. i mean it's a thing people do <laughs> that reminds me randomly uh of <laughs> I made a reference to um, Insane Clown Posse Miracles uh, about how, you know, effing magnets, how do they work? (laughs) 
and Sarah had no idea what I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So then I was like, okay, well, are you familiar with the insane clown posse? And she was like, no. And then I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, um, okay. Well, imagine, imagine this, this duo of musicians who (laughs) is known for singing real, like hardcore lyrics and she's like okay and then i was like and then one day they release a song about how the world is full of miracles and everything is beautiful and rainbows are awesome and uh she's like okay and i'm like and then one line in the song says uh in rainbows how do uh, in magnets how do they work and then she's like okay and i'm like that's the story and she's like <laughs> Okay. And that's when I learned you really had to be in the know for any of that to be even remotely interesting because when you are when you are so outside of the knowledge uh that you don't know who ICP is um it's like oh. there's no way to make that story interesting. Like you you can't God, you can't what? go from like Okay, I've got a I've got a great anecdote about this to be like uh, oh, um <laughs> it was this, it was this funny moment from like 2006 um that you kind of had to be just, in on at the time. Yeah. And the reason the reason that I um that I remember that is because they had to lock the uh the Wikipedia article for magnets um because <laughs> people kept going to the the wikipedia entry for magnets and just changing it to f and magnets how do they work sure as as we um humanity is such a pinnacle of uh of of existence um and then also because there's a line where he's like i went down to the bay uh uh see a pelican ate my cell phone and ran away uh someone went in and did uh, just a uh, mass uh, search and replace for uh, Pelican to change it to cell phone eater um, because they're like, well, I can't, I can't mess with the magnets entry anymore. So now I have to, I have to get creative. Um, yep. And uh, yeah. Um, Anyways, I, so so what I've taken from the story is that you are terminally online and Sarah is not. Yes, that is that is accurate. Um, and the the interesting thing about this is that there are certain things that can like bridge that gap. Like I can be like, oh, I saw this meme, and then you know it might take a little bit of explanation, but like it's it's still a funny meme. But then sure. there are a lot of things where I'm like. Oh yeah, I saw this meme, and then I explain it, and I just get blank looks, and I'm like, "Oh right, okay, yep, that's mm-hmm. cool story." And she's like, "Cool story, bro." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, you have a you have a. I can't imagine what it's <laughs> like just being a fly on the wall for some of these conversations. It is mostly me trying to explain what a weird. <laughs> hole the internet is um and then me questioning my entire life up till this point it's fair but but just just the like i know i know that sarah like wants to yes and like she wants to go along with it of like 
okay, okay, there's something interesting here, I'm sure. And then there's just not, and you're just like dying inside. And I kind of, I want to see that. Right. I mean, like there, there was, there was a whole era of my life where I would be spending way too many hours into the late nights, just hitting the stumble upon button to get more interesting. You're the man now dog.com macro uh memes i know exactly what you're talking about which is why and, it's so perfect we're on this podcast together and i cannot begin to explain that to someone who was not part of that that moment <laughs> I, in internet time god stumble upon because you you like legitimately shot a like lightning bolt through my brain when you said stumble upon i i cannot I cannot uh, tell you how many hours of my life I spent clicking that damn button, Mike. It was a good button. It was a good button. You got it was it was a risk, sure, but you never oh, yeah. know what you were gonna get. If if you if you had any adult categories in there, it would be like, oh, here's an interesting article about uh uh, the future of quantum computing cool oh here's an interesting article about uh my favorite television show uh oh uh that is definitely um uh hardcore uh, uh, pornography um that you know i don't personally have a problem with um it one of these things is not like the other so yeah uh stumble upon was a whole was a whole thing um boy boy that lightning bolt through my brain all right let's let's yeah, get just, back to the just p- i could i could send you a picture of the stumble upon button and like it would it would be like a jolt of dopamine straight oh to your God. it'd be like me punching you in the face with dopamine look we would have a three-hour podcast and we gotta <laughs> we got we cannot uh so the 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 unfortunately named gay bash does end up happening uh the dean is having a dean of a time uh uh, the dean tells jeff that he was sad when pierce canceled the party but he was so happy when jeff said it was back on and then pierce shows up and it's like what the hell is going on yeah jeff uncanceled it and uh uh this is when pierce does the unthinkable he says the words britta was right he's like you resent my father because you are just mad at your own father. And uh, Pierce is really upset about everything. Up until the moment, it is revealed that he is the guest of honor at this party. There is a, a custom portrait of him made for it and everything. Like kind of pop arty. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, you know what? Maybe just one drink. Um, we go to the AC repair school, uh, and the candidates are are reassembling an AC unit blindfolded. And unsurprisingly, our boy Troy he finishes first. Uh, the other candidates have bags put over the heads while Troy is unblindfolded. And uh, Layborn invites Troy for a classic walk and talk, um, telling him about the history of AC repairmen, from those that fanned palm fronds on pharaohs to the modern day pharaohs themselves. It is delivered in a just a brilliant style that only John Goodman could do. Um, He's he is national treasure. He it's it's so good. I love 
I, I there, there's a lot of great things about this season. Um, I do love that they got John Goodman in for a lot of it because like his his character of Vice Dean Laybourne is uh great and he does a great job with it. Right. And every he time he's the entire show when he shows when he's on screen. Yeah. Every time he comes back in, I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's Vice Dean Laybourne. I'm into this. It's great. It's like I clicked that stumble upon button and then John Goodman showed no! up and I was like, hell yeah. Hell Why yeah. Are going back to the John stumble Goodman. upon button. I don't want to have a three hour conversation about stumble upon. Look, the only reason I keep bringing it up is because it doesn't exist anymore. So I can't fall back on it and be like, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll install. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a go. I'm just surprised there isn't like some, some like alternative that you could go find. There might be, and I'm not going to look because I That's I fair. might uh, get sucked into it. So uh, they, they go into they go... a room uh, <laughs> yes. where Troy is like, uh, Layborn's like, do you feel that? And Troy's like, I don't feel anything. And he's like, exactly. This is the room that gives room temperature its name. The room temperature room. And Troy can't tell where the air ends and his skin begins. And that sounds wonderful. It sounds like a truly transcendental experience. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I am yet again recording this episode uh, in the afternoon during a heat wave on <laughs> my in my second floor uh, home office where I am uh, just a little little bit sweaty here. Um, mm-hmm. I, does, I'm also it getting it a little nice. sweaty myself because this room gets a little toasty when I'm recording. Um, but, uh, the room temperature room, it uh, continues to be, uh, the bar in which we all reach for, I think. Um, meanwhile, Laybourne does tell, uh, Troy that graduates of the air conditioning repair annex are guaranteed lucrative employment for their entire lives. This is your invitation to join us. There is a catch. Once you're in, you're in. AC repair will be your life and you won't be able to share with outsiders. But it doesn't have to be made now. He's given 24 hours. And Troy says, I can't feel my pants. We go back to the party where uh, Pierce is dancing. And uh, Britta's like, oh, uh, congrats. You you got Pierce to symbolically kill his father by dancing to club music. And just like, this isn't about fathers. And that's when pierce is just like look at me now dad and all the other people at this party are like look at me now dad it's like a whole chant it's very good uh troy comes up to abed and says i can't tell you about i I can't tell you about where i've been it's and abed's like if what if you were spider-man or superman would you tell me he's like of course i'd tell everybody i don't know why he cares yeah we've also find out here that uh this party is very hot Uh, That is not a euphemism. It is dangerously hot. The AC system was not built for this big of a party. I believe the Dean even says uh, built for this gay a party. Um, End quote. Uh, But Troy goes to take a look um, right as Chang calls this party a sausage fest. He goes to take a look and uh, that's when Jerry shows up and he's like, I knew it. They they got to you. You can you can have all the stuff they promise you as a plumber, just without all the pretense. I lo- I love I love this little squabble between this uh, like weird rivalry between maintenance, plumbing, uh-huh. and like uh, AC repair. It's so funny. And Troy's like, "I'm special, not a loser like you," and runs off. 
Uh, but he does manage to fix the, fix the AC, uh, which mm-hmm. we find out uh, later. But yeah, he's he's good. I mean, he's he. I mean, he fixed an, uh, an AC unit blindfolded. So like, you know, he's good. But we'll find out just how good later. Put a pin in that one. That's Chekhov's figure out how good Troy is at re- refixing AC units. He does uh, when he's uh, running off. He's like, I'm going to eat space paninis with Black Hitler and there's nothing you can do about it. So there's the, the callback from you earlier. Know, that's that's quite a sentence. Uh, Urbana Champagne uh, is at the party and gets Pierce to come up on stage to say something I can't to his believe fans. That's a, I can't believe that's a real place. I can't. I'd like. <laughs> I'm I just. I. I've watched this. I've watched this so many times. I I didn't. I didn't freaking know that. I can't. I can't believe it. Oh my god. Continue. So I'm sorry. I just. I don't mean to keep no, derailing this. I'm just. I know you're not the only person that didn't know that it's a place. I'm sure there are people in you know the the greater world that didn't know anything about Illinois other you know than you know, literally or the literally bean. everyone um, is going to tweet at at Good Greendale and be like Ben. I knew. Come on, get with it. Uh, you know what? I get, I bet you'll get some people, especially because we have listeners uh, uh, abroad, um, that will be like, "I didn't know that Illinois existed, let alone Urbana-Champaign." <laughs> our our uh, British listen- listeners are going to be like, "Come on, Ben. I I knew that. Get get with it." I was about to try to say some like slang and then my the, the only thing that i came up with was get on the trolley and i'm like nope that's not british <laughs> nope nope i don't care if it's not british i'm gonna start using it um boy uh, I, apo- Troy- I apologize to our <laughs> british listeners by the way um <laughs> okay. on the at least at least i couldn't at least i at least i didn't do uh, try to do a british accent because uh, i cannot I cannot, and I I do not want to offend you <laughs> by attempting to do such. It would feel better if you it well I I it would it would have been more accurate if you were like mind the gap or something to get, get on the the underground get, but get on the trolley. So, <laughs> um, uh, tr- <laughs> I can't <laughs> get on the trolley. Uh, Troy asks if Abed can keep a secret, so they do their secret handshake, which is their normal se- handshake in which they say "secret" afterwards, uh, and I love it. Uh-huh, and uh, it's very good. And Troy's like, "I can't speak to somebody else, but I can speak to myself. So can you pretend to be me?" And then Abed nails it. I like football, but also I don't. It's <laughs> so good, it hurts. Yeah, we do get uh, an an episode uh, next season where it's Danny Pudi just doing a really good impersonation of Troy for about half of the episode. Um, it's like, clearly it happened because of this scene being so perfect. It's like, I, I have, I have in, in here is like, he needs to be exalted for this. Uh, so yeah, we, we, the, the, uh, he and Abed talk as, Sometimes as themselves and sometimes as the other person. Yes, it gets a little confusing. It's like, I, this isn't working. Abed as Troy, I think. Somebody somebody is basically like, you, you need to do what is what makes you happiest. Especially because they're virtually the same thing. Right. Abed keeps saying they're basically the same thing. And Troy is like, no, they're totally different. They couldn't be more or less identical. 
uh, I, I believe is what he says, which is very funny to me. Um, Pierce does go up on stage and spots his father. Uh, and then he kind of pivots from being happy to telling everyone that this was a huge mistake. And Hawthorne Wipes is officially a straights only product. Yep, it is. Which is a welcome to July 1st, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just but it's so like the the way to, to, to do that is not straights only. <laughs> It, nope, that's exactly it. Every every Twitter account for every company ever on July first is like it's a straights only product again. So hope hope you got enough during Pride Month because it's yeah, straights you, only you now. Gotta, you gotta stock up on your rainbow Oreos because you can't buy a regular Oreos. I don't know why we're going so hard on Oreos. Uh, because Oreos is a company and all companies are bad. It's not even a company. Nabisco is the company. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, is Nabisco the Oreo company? Yes. I I feel like Okay, I I don't even know what's happening now. <laughs> Who knows what what is happening anymore? It's owned by Mondelez International, Cadbury and Milka, produced by Nabisco. Um This is co- more confusing than it was. Oh, see, this is this is why I'm going hard on Oreo, because if you look at the freaking Wikipedia, the <laughs> Wikipedia entry, there's a picture okay. of the, the pride Oreo. Um, so there you go. That's why that's why I keep going after. I mean, you know, admittedly, this so this was this was 2012. So. You know, admittedly, like uh, they, I, you know, they were they were trying to be like, you know, uh, pro pro gay rights in a time that I I don't think every company on the face of the planet was was doing this in 2012. Maybe maybe they get a little bit of credit, but it is it is basically sure. like boom, July first. It's a straights mm. only cookie now. It so. is definitely rainbow washing. I will say the the main problem I have with this advertisement is that the cookie itself was fictional and not being manufactured or made available for sale. That is a mistake. That looks, it's like a qu- uh, quintuple stuffed uh, Oreo and I want it and, and it looks delicious. I know those, the, the it's just coloration. It's going to taste exactly like a real Oreo, but I want it. So the problem the problem with this Oreo is that you've got two ways of eating it. One is to open it and then just lick cream off of it for like 10 straight minutes. You say that as if that's a problem. Or it is to try to eat it as an actual sandwich cookie. And the moment you put any pressure on that, all that cream is just going to like sploosh out. Like I'm, ho- I'm going to direct it inwards. I want that. Oh, oh. okay. Okay. So you're you're gonna you're gonna try real hard to get the cream in your mouth is what you're saying. I mean, I would also, you know, aim to get that cream in my mouth. You don't want to waste that cream. I'm, you gotta get that. Cream. I am. I am not. Uh, I am not dunking on you here. Okay. I'm just saying. I just want to be clear. That's a different company entirely. I just want to be clear where that cream is being aimed from this cookie. Sure. Mm-hmm. it's it's for the interior mostly anyway. mostly i'm just impressed that you have that that level of skill because i figure you just bite into it and i kind of equal pressure out on all sides i like how you suggest it's skill but i just have a really big mouth oh okay that makes more sense so i could just take it all in one bite and then it's just 
It oh boy, it's an explosion. Oh boy, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm why am I okay? Uh, my question is why am I doubling down on this? Uh, cause it's it's double stuff, double stuff, double down. Okay, KFC double company. down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything always comes back to the KFC double down. Rainbow KFC double down or no double downs at all? Um, do they even ma- still make that? I don't know, and I don't want to. I hope know. not. Well, too bad. <laughs> I'm looking it up. The wait is over. The double down is back. Uh, this was February 15th, 2021. It is available February 15th in all Kentucky fried chicken restaurants and online with Colonel Sanders. Um, it seems to be in Milan. So maybe this is a, oh, this is a, uh, uh, a, a I don't know if this is actually a, uh, a global thing or if this is just Italy. A classic, uh, classic place for good American cuisine. I think it might just be Italy. You know what? If if you really got to show up to Italy, a place full of just delicious, authentic cuisine, and you got to be, you got to make a place for American food, and be like, look, your lasagnas and your tortellinis—they're not—they're not so fancy. Here's here's our American style food. You go all in with the, you double down on the double down. It's true. I if I read more of this, I will be sued by Justin McElroy because this is a munch squad um is what we've done here so we're gonna just jump off of the kfc italia a website and move on justin McElroy, come on the podcast um, or that yes please come on the podcast and and uh we'll figure out something to talk about probably oreos why not <laughs> yeah the it's it's a straights only uh product now right that's um, where we jumped off and sometimes then, i'm getting more and more disconnected from where we jump off to to where we end up and i'm like wait how it's because we went we went from making fun of oreo for rainbow washing to then talking about <laughs> the delicacy that is the kfc double down being served in one of the best cuisine best known cuisine lands sure. of all mm-hmm. italy known for um, fried chicken and bacon so anyways uh pierce fakes a heart attack is the next thing we the, yes uh we're, we're back we're back in the community um we did it uh, uh i believe cornelius leans over to Britta's like i told him everything he knows yeah because uh sure enough he faked it they're in the infirmary later cornelius and jeff kind of have it out like they get into this whole argument I feel like it's less of an argument, more of just Jeff berating Cornelius. It is Jeff using Cornelius as a therapy for his own dad. Um, it's true. Because uh, he, he was a crap dad. And Cornelius uh, has a heart attack. Jeff believes he's faking it. We smash cut to Cornelius's funeral. It's such a good smash cut at this time. It's it very is. good. It's a very good smash cut. We get, I don't remember even what the reference is, but this is when Pierce says that he looked something up on the Wikipedia. There was something um, about there was something about like a Canadian mallard eating the father's head when they come out of the mm, womb mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeff's like, that certainly is not true. Uh, you know, so if if he had looked on the Wikipedia at just the right time, he would have seen that um, pelicans are actually known as cell phone eaters. Um, right. Yes. 
Uh, Jeff goes up to Pierce to apologize for killing his dad, but Pierce tells him, eh, y- you didn't kill him. He bought a lot of his organs from questionable sources. Which is a sentence. Uh-huh. Um, Pierce then gets up and gives a eulogy, uh, which basically comes down to, you're dead and I'm not. Suck it. I love that Troy's delivery of, dude just told his dead dad to suck it. Uh, it's so good. I do want to point out, though, before the speech, Pierce does give Jeff the ivory hairpiece. Yes, yes. Uh, because the terms of his, of Cornelius's will says that whoever kills him gets to keep it. Yep. I, I forgot about it's an important point, and I forgot about that. I'm so not sure you. if it's that important, but it's I very did important. want to bring it out. It's um, very important because it means that there is a shot of Jeff awkwardly holding an ivory toupee at a funeral, and I find that important. That's um, fair. Uh, Troy feels a cool breeze on his neck and looks and sees the AC I, is running. I, I do want to point out, though, that uh, when when Troy says, dude told his, da- his dead dad to suck it at his own funeral, Britta does say, so edible and then the the uh officiant there is like right you're the worst that that is pretty amazing you are right to bring that out um once troy sees the ac uh he goes to the i I guess the ac room or boiler room or some Uh some kind of maintenance room and there he finds vice dean Leiborn. his 24 hours is over his answer is needed now and troy decides that he was put on this earth to do something else his decision for now is to watch TV with his friend. Leiborn tells him he's making a huge mistake. And Troy's like, well, at least it's my mistake. And Leiborn's like, but that's still a mistake. And he's like, is it? Mm-hmm. And walks away. Uh, Troy does also mention that he's not going to be a plumber either because they have to deal with poop. Which, you Fair. know, I get. We do find out from the other AC repair dude uh that it turns out that the uh unit from last night had a compound coil fracture but it was fixed and Weistein Leiborn's like not even I can fix a compound coil fracture overnight but Troy can Leiborn says it's not over Mr. Barnes it's only just begun I mean if you can fix a compound coil fracture in a single night I mean like you 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 are number one recruit man that's you're the top of the top cream of the crop mm-hmm. this is when jeff is like hey you know britta i think you might actually be a good therapist after all you know you helped pierce out blah 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 i didn't write down most of that speech um yeah me neither uh chang is heading home from the funeral from the funeral with uh-huh. urbana champagne and then suggests that jeff is gay because he's not taking anyone home from the funeral from a funeral <laughs> uh yeah uh-huh you know yeah, the fu- yeah. funeral classic place to meet the ladies i have been to a few funerals uh on you know i i'm sure we all have um or or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i i hope we don't i mean you know death is a uh is a part of life and we all must move on to our next phases um but i did not and will not be picking anybody up at a funeral not uh not the best place um i mean there there is that there is that old uh thing about how to tell if you're a sociopath where the story is a uh, woman woman goes to uh her mom's funeral and meets a guy there and 
Uh, she finds him really interesting, but she forgets to get his number. Uh, and so uh, I think it's how does she try to meet the guy? And it's she kills her sister because if it's a family friend, then the guy will probably show up to the sister's funeral as well. And if you get it right, you're supposed to be like a sociopath or something. It's like a logic puzzle, but it's supposed to point out that you are a murderer. I mean, I've been, again, I've, I've it works about funerals. as well as Britta's uh, <laughs> telling scary stories um, I mean, and reading like War most, and Peace. So, I mean, uh, the funeral that we had like had a book of like condolences. Like that seems like a good start. Uh huh. You're not just gonna straight up murder someone to try to to meet that person again. No. no okay. That wasn't my I mean, plan. I guess I guess you're a normie who Anyway, I think there's a better uh prompt for are you a uh, are you a sociopath? Um if you've considered doing most of what Chang does, you're probably a sociopath. I think uh a good test um of if a person is a sociopath is to pull a card at random from the pod decks cards and then ask a question and if they are like, "Oh, I would murder somebody," then you know. Oh, okay. Have, right. have you ever believe- have you ever sent a text to the wrong person? Uh, and if so, yes, what happened? Yes, I murdered them. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I did, and uh, I t- accidentally texted the person I was about to murder instead of my accomplice. It was really <laughs> who awkward. Hasn't, who hasn't been there? Am I right? It was really awkward. Um, uh, for for legal you, purposes, Jack. this is a joke. Uh, nobody has murdered anybody be, uh, on this podcast. Thank you, Poddex, um, for being great. We cut to the tag. Uh, it is Troy and Abed playing Inspector Space Time. They are under attack by some Blorgons. They are throwing paper, a little wads up piece of paper at Jeff, who is playing the role, who is re- not even playing the role of the Blorgons. Right, he just is a target. <laughs> he's just there, and so they're throwing it. And then he's like, how old are you guys? Question isn't how old we are. But when old we are, it's very and good. At, at that point, a hot woman walks by and stares at them, and Troy immediately changes to like, "Sup, girl? How you living?" And that is about as good as my uh, pickup talk, and is also the end of the episode. And that means that it is time for grades. I think it's a fine episode. Um, I mean, it's it's a very Pierce-centric episode, um, which is sort of a rarity, um, especially after they, they made Pierce like such the villain in season two. Sure. Um, I, I think it's fine. I mean, I it, it mostly just says a lot about Pierce's character where he is like, yeah, I'm I'm totally prepared to be cool with gay people because uh I'm making money off of them because sales are up 7%. Right. I am definitely not saying that there are not people and companies who do that. Um obviously, I've been making fun of companies all episode. <laughs> Mostly Oreo, I think. Um Oreo, if you want to sponsor us, uh let us know. Um, give me the rainbow oreo the one with the six give mike the rainbow oreo and then we'll talk i know you've been hounding us for that sweet endorsement deal 
But you need you, to give. You've been you sliding give, into our DMs. You need uh, we to give need Mike to... <laughs> that that rainbow Oreo. It looks delicious. I know it. You, I, I know you probably don't flavor the different colors. I want it anyway. Back to your grades instead of this goofy bit. So yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a thing that like people and companies do, and I think it says a lot about Pierce's character. It's just not, you know, my favorite sort of storyline. Like, sure. Pierce being okay with gay people, Pierce loving gay people because they make him money is just like, yeah, he would do that. All right. It's more, it's more, uh, father stuff. I mean, Jeff has his stuff with his father. Pierce has his stuff with his father. It's fine. It's solidly fine. There's some good jokes in here. Um, I, I'd probably give it like a B it's good. Um, it is not one of my more standout episodes. Um, oh, we do we do get uh, sort of the the intro, the proper intro to the air air conditioner repair school, which uh, is is a a plot point for season three. So sure, um, uh, more so than in the opening where it was just uh, Vice Dean Laborn interacting with the dean. Yeah, and- so it's it's a very pivotal episode. Uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, Pierce's dad dies. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a huge pivotal <laughs> episode. Like, um, I love that that's third on the list of why this is a pivotal episode. You know, I mean, when you when you compare it to a lot of the other stuff season three has been doing, I mean, we had remedial chaos theory followed by seven spooky stories or whatever. Um, the next episode is legendary. Like. This does feel just a little bit like a lull. I mean, yeah, you know, and mostly I'm just kind of I'm not super interested in most Pierce storylines. They don't really do it for me. It's hard to connect with a, a episode about a boomer having issues with his own dad. Like <laughs> that it's it's jumping. It's jumping too many generations. Like I'm just sure. it, it doesn't. It doesn't land with me in, a, in any sort of meaningful way. Um, so, you know, it's good. It's, I'll give it a B. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think there's, it's certainly one of those things that it's like community dives into issues, um, sometimes haphazardly, sometimes I think, where like the whole idea of, you know, rainbow washing or whatever about like, you know, becoming quote unquote, okay with gay people because they make money for people. Mm-hmm. And I, I recognize that's an interesting, you know, like you're pitting capitalism against racism, which is like, you know, mm-hmm. neither this, one of these are great. <laughs> this episode does predate the rainbow Oreo by like seven months, as I found it, out on the Wikipedia. But it, you're right. Either it predicted or reacted to things that were happening. Um, we don't remember because that was 10 years ago and I can barely remember what happened this morning. I get the kind of central thesis of the episode is about father, fatherhood and how reactions to fathers that may not be great or may have kind of late, you know, given neuroses or anxieties or issues to their children are not, you know, like how you react to that when you're an adult and you can start to make your own decisions. And, you know, it, it, 
but like the the core thesis of this is at least Pierce and his father is capitalism versus racism, which sucks. And I don't, uh-huh. I don't like it. Um, and I don't think that the kind, like the, all the gay kind of, it could be anything like the K the, the gay bash quote unquote, it poorly named. I get mm-hmm. it is for a joke, but like, there's not really much personality to what, that is it could be quote really any issue you want to put there it is you know pierce is now okay with them because they make them more money you know cornelius is just a racist asshole and jeff is just fighting uh, with his dad basically so none of this is it, it uses this as window dressing and it feels kind of gross in that perspective to me um also it's just like that doesn't it's not very funny to me that kind of whole storyline now the troy storyline i loved it you know how could you not i i think it's very funny to have this weird like argument between you know maintenance and ac repair Mm -hmm. and then abed's like they're virtually the same so do whatever makes you happy um and i think you know like you said john goodman gives a great performance um it it's 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 uneven to me is basically where I'm going for because the a plot to me is a C level I guess uh, but I think the Troy has is funny the Troy sub uh, uh, subplot is funnier more interesting you know but it, it's goofier and it's not where the the show wants to be with its a plot and I get that because it wants to dive into this pathos. I just don't think it does a good job on this on this on this episode. So I you gave it a B, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna give it a C plus. Okay. Um, because yeah. I don't. I just don't like the the a plot myself. Yeah, I do think um, along those those same lines. I do think there was sort of a a a, a time in a lot of comedy where it was like it was very in vogue to have those moments where it's like Pierce's dad shows up and has this like laser precision racism that like and and it's not always the case with like laser precision uh, precision racism but the the point right. is the point of the joke is that like man this guy is really racist and the joke is that we all know he's a dirtbag like right. because because the show is not like oh yeah this guy is a cool character like sure. absolutely but it's also just like the joke is that he shows up and is racist and we know that that makes him a bad person like and yeah he dies in the end so you know cool and one, his son one, tells him to suck it so one fewer racist um but like it doesn't really like resolve anything like a guy shows up and says a bunch of very specifically targeted racist things and then dies and it's like you you can use comedy as a way to um you know actually have meaningful conversations uh about that or actually examine the uh actually examine the the issues on a on a bigger scale and i don't 
think it's the the role of Dan Harmon and a predominantly white writer's room to do that. Absolutely. But they're not even like attempting to do that here. It is just like this this guy shows up and he's racist and that's the joke. And I don't think you really see that as much now. I mean, you know, you you uh, sometimes you do just cuz it's like it's a show where it's like, oh, all these people are legit awful. And that's kind of the point of the show. Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, for example, sure. um, uh, has a whole episode where um, uh, Dennis and Mac are arguing about is blackface OK? And it's like that uh, is sort of on a different level because like the point is that they're bad people right. like you don't watch the show because they're like maybe someday these nice boys will finally turn their lives around not even remotely uh right. so yeah i just i don't think you see that uh as much these days um and i'm i'm not by any means uh, a scholar on current uh comedy tv shows um but ben you have a microphone therefore you are therefore i'm the expert um but yeah i i (laughs) I feel like i feel like there was a good uh solid i don't know 10 years or so yeah where that was kind of the thing i mean um you know 30 rock was like notorious for this where they're just like Hey, let's uh it's it's time to it's time to talk about race. And then they would just do things that, you know, and, and I love 30 Rock. I really do. I'm not I'm not going to like say it's a bad show, but pretty much any time they were like, "All right, it's time to talk about race." I was like, "Oh god, Tina Fey, can you yeah. can you shut up for a moment, please?" <laughs> um yeah, that's fair. I I I think that, you know, I think community has done better jobs in its past that of kind of re- reacting to and like in having a discussion about racism. And I think this one's just a miss to me. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I, I think that the, the best thing that this does for that issue is having Britta say out loud with her, with her voice mouth, I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. Right. I think that's the best social commentary that this show that this episode does on the topic but yeah the rest of it kind of does fall a little flat to me and it does make it it does make it a little bit weird to watch in 2021 like right 10 10 years ago i was like oh yeah like i get it. you know he's he's bad i get it you've you've pointed it out and i'm like i'm fine with it and i'm just like eh. yeah it's it seems yeah. community doesn't usually seem dated um this it, one does it manages to stay pretty fresh even 10 years later it is moments like this where i'm like oh yeah it was that kind of moment in time yeah i would agree with that yeah but we want to know what you think about this episode about uh if you've ever texted the wrong person and how did that go do you want to go to Italy to have the double down again? Because apparently, if I'm correct, that's the only place you can get it. But if you're in February, I guess. Uh, how do you feel about magnets and how they do or do not work? Did you change the Wikipedia? I I screwed up his screw up. Dang let it. us let us know 
how you feel. Were were you were you also clicking that stumble upon button until oh, two God. in the morning? <laughs> because because I did I did that I did that a whole lot. Um, and I want I want to know I want to know who else was was in that with me. Um, man, stumble upon. Hmm. Uh, what was your favorite? You're the man now, dog. If we're gonna really date this show. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we've certainly dated ourselves we want to know all these things and more you can do that by tweeting at goodgreendale or you can send us a message on goodmorninggreendale.com hi friends uh, this is Ben from the future um, or at least recorded later this is usually when we would uh, promote our Patreon page. Uh, just in case uh, you are not aware, there are a couple of major humanitarian crises going on right now in the world. Um, there was a major earthquake uh, in Haiti. Um, uh, there's still a lot of people missing. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of damage that has been done there. Um, and additionally, um, the the government of Afghanistan uh, has uh, also fallen, and so. Uh, it's, it's a real, real bad time to be there, especially for women. Um, and so those are kind of the two things, uh, on my mind right now and why I'm not going to promote our Patreon. So, uh, instead, if you're not uh, already, uh, a Patreon patron, um, and you were considering maybe giving us some money, uh, instead, I would implore you to go to one of a couple of websites, um, you, hopeforhaiti.com is a great place to to uh, to donate some money to uh, support the efforts there in Haiti. Uh, again, that's hopeforhaiti.com. And uh, for the issues going on in Afghanistan, there are a couple of resources I would like to promote. Uh, women for Women International. Uh, that's uh, womenforwomeninternational.org, uh, which is a, a charity that... Um, uh, works to help women uh, in war-torn countries, um, and that includes, um, uh, you know, Rwanda, Nigeria, Iraq, uh, and Afghanistan. Um, and so they're working very specifically uh, with uh, for Afghanistan right now um, because of the events going on there. Or if you would like to give to an organization uh, specifically. Um, uh, designed for Afghani women um, by Afghans. Uh, you can go to uh, womenforafghanwomen.org, uh, which is another great place to donate. So um, if you decide to donate to any of these charities, um, if you take a screenshot of the, uh, of the receipt you get for donating, uh, any amount of money, if you want to just forward a screenshot of that, to contact at goodmorninggreendale.com. Uh, we'll make sure to get uh, some of our Patreon bonus content to you. Um, if you want to just, you know, just a one-time donation, we'll, we'll make sure you get to check out like a live episode or something that we do. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to come in and uh, suggest a couple of resources for that. Um, I know this episode's already going pretty long and, you know, it, it, it's kind of a bummer to... Uh, end on on a couple of humanitarian crises but um you know it's it's a couple of really big things going on in the world and uh you know it's it's one that uh if if you're not on twitter all day like i am um 
you know, you may not be super aware of what's going on right now. So, um, yeah, that's it. Um, I'll, I'll go back to past Ben and past Mike to, uh, finish wrapping up this episode. Thank you for listening. Bye. So, yeah, I, I do all those things. Uh, thank you for coming to the end of these. We want to make you smile. I know that, you know, some, some stuff is bad. Yeah. Out there, you know, it could be hot where you are and it could be smoky or it might not be. I don't know. I I'm not where you are. Uh, you, you are the, the one that knows what you are, but hopefully things are made a little bit better by us being just big old weirdos. Uh, so we love you and thank you for coming to the end of these like always. And if you understood what Mike just said, uh, congratulations because I, I got a little lost in there. I kind of got (laughs) lost too. I'm not going to lie. I kind of lost the plot there for a moment and I apologize, but thank you for coming to the end of these episodes. So until then, until next week, uh, when we talk about um, another great episode, I'm excited for next week's episode. Hashtag Annie's move. Uh, Fortunately, because uh, we are recording this on Sunday, that episode for us is going to be very quick. Until then, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I I wish wish you you luck. luck.